Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. As always, I am one of your hosts, Dan Ryan. Now, I can only run at 10 FPS, but please don't yell at me. Joined, as always, by my co-host. Hi, I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, and if you had creator of Sonic the Hedgehog, Yuji Naka, getting arrested for insider trading on your bingo card, congratulations! You won! You waited to dump that on me until we were on mic? I mean, I assumed you knew, but I guess you were busy with a certain other game I franchise was... oh this week. Oh my god. <laughs> That's right, Dan. You gotta go too fast to uh, jail. <laughs> you, you set this up to get my live reaction. Mm, I've been yeah. I've been cornered by the media here. <laughs> and it, I wasn't just him it was some other sonic producers they like put money into a smaller company which is very illegal because <laughs> they knew what was going on i <laughs> why oh no. i don't know dan it's just an interesting video game but the, so- the yeah. sonic fans had like a brief time in the sun there they were I've never they experienced were, that before <laughs> they were saying that sonic frontiers was like the uh, was like great and i'm well, Still enjoying it, in quotes. Uh, I, after I'm, a certain video game came out, I said, maybe we judged Sonic a little too harshly. <laughs> Perhaps we did. But, yeah. but uh, you know, I'm still enjoying Sonic Frontiers for what it is. But that's... Mm-hmm. he. That guy has been, like, the the driver for... I, oh. I don't... I'm assuming he has to still be involved with Frontiers and everything. I but mean, it's like... Yeah. I, it's his baby, his brainchild. Uh, well, now hedgehog. he can enjoy it from jail. <laughs> That hedgehog cannot uh, cannot catch a, a single break. A single one, no. Uh, so hmm. um, obviously we got uh, you know some 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 big things to discuss. Uh, a Pokemon yes. game released. Yes. Um, should it be, did. Should be a, a fun episode in general. As always, we are continuing with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Battle Tendency. Mm-hmm. I am very excited to get to today's episodes because yeah. we're getting a new Jobro. Oh wow! Um, you know, so we're gonna get a little more of, and we're gonna get a little bit more of that Indiana Jones flavoring that I think you will enjoy. Mm-hmm. I certainly enjoy. Um, well, you so know. far you've been pleasing me. Of so, course. Just so you know. So if if like if last week was a decent enough teaser for that aspect, I think. This string of episodes will reinforce, like, oh, it's it's like a shonen battle, Indiana Jones. Mm. That's uh, the vibe that I get. Could excellent, be wrong, excellent. but the vibe that I get. So, um, other than the big piece of information, do we have any anime, life, or video game news to discuss? Not much, Dan. But I will tell you this thing: the Broadway season is at the. It's making me bankrupt. I I don't know how to say this. There's been no better season in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just not shows that are existing now. That shows along the way. We've got Camelot coming to Lincoln Center in a lavish production starring Pippa Sue, mm-hmm. who is a Broadway gem, deserves more. We just bought tickets for Prima Face starring mm-hmm. Julie Comer, Judy Comer from Killing Eve in a I tour can't. de force, apparently. It was on the West End and now it's coming stateside in a sold out run, limited run. It's just a cabaret's coming over again with apparently maybe Mia Goth. Who would make the perfect Sally Bowles? Okay. Um, we've got Anya Taylor Joyisms in the movie world with her being the menu and being the starlet that I wish I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been wearing a lot of crazy kooky outfits lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adele has just opened a residency in Las Vegas in which she disappears into a, a rose petal storm <laughs> at the end of it. Oh, like a, like a Utna character. <laughs> I. There's a lot going on in my spheres, Dan, but uh, not a lot in, you know, the anime-adjacent ones. I'm keeping up with Chainsaw Man, which is excellent still. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this is going. No spoilers for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just enjoying it. I think it's a, a crass but fun anime. Uh, Yeah, I mean, 
similar for me. I, I'm keeping up with those animes. I am. I've also been going back and just kind of casually rewatching DBZ because mm-hmm. comfort mm-hmm. show. Um, but uh, I am also maintaining. Uh, you know, I'm always. I'm ever vigil for. Odd Blu-ray releases of retro anime stuff mm-hmm. that I will bring to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I did like a uh, cursory search yesterday mm-hmm. looking for some, you know, in, in the same vein as like Lock the Superman yeah, and Venus which Wars. I love them both. Yeah. Uh, every so often, like Right Stuff Anime or Sentai Filmworks. Has a will, sale or yeah. put something up. Yep. So yep. we're dropping those. They're putting out Hunter Hunter Steelbooks, which we'll get you if that's an excuse then that's the excuse i need yeah. so um but you know and obviously one piece yeah. I, I guess a shante nendoroid went on sale and then a tiz arier from bravely default figure went on sale which i immediately had to buy yeah and then uh they're teasing a trunks re-release of a yes and you need to keep your eyes out for that that and anjaman i kind of want the anjaman but if anjaman's my main boy no i yeah. no of course yeah. there was i'm almost positive that there was like a uh like a toy show mm-hmm. or a toy fair yeah. uh, a big one because we got a lot of like good smile stuff and we got a lot of we got a ton of figure art stuff yeah. I, i'm pretty sure every day i've been getting updates about like um tamashi nations mm-hmm. they're putting out a, a luffy figure arts from the Wano arc. They're mm. teasing, uh, like, Zoro and Sanji. Um, that Trunks that you were talking yes. about, I think that there is another Vegeta on the way, mm-hmm. probably a, a Cell Saga Saiyan I think it's one. Saiyan. I think it's regular Saiyan. It's him in the Namekian armor. Oh, okay, yep. okay. Yep. I, was, uh, then, I was on the site, so I was trying to figure out how it works, because that site is complicated for me. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. generally I would say... I mean, um, they go on sale on Amazon, too, and adjacent things afterwards. And uh, shout out to Big Bad Toy Store yeah, if yeah, you need I, that I, one. Oh, I bought That's, many a Kirby figure from then. It's a good third backup. I just ordered an obscenely uh, priced uh, Mecha King Ghidorah from there, because I had adults. to. Oh, and as I mentioned off, you know, I really think uh, there's a... It's not Drag Race related. It's like a drag show that kind of... Uh, chips away at Drag Race's facade because mm. it's become so mainstream and uber popular and the judging is a thing. There's a drag show called Dragula, which I may or may not have mentioned to you before. It's like a mm-hmm. horror-themed drag show. And they just had a D&D episode, which I know you would love mm-hmm. because D&D is great where they get... Uh, but there's been a, a few Godzilla looks. We had a we had um, a, a King Ghidorah look mm-hmm. that was fantastic. That was like Dan, this is Dan's kind of drag mm-hmm. that he would enjoy. And then there was something else that I told you about too. I forget what it was. It was another... Oh, it was an Elden Ring. Someone did a Ronnie look. Oof. Ronnie the White Witch. Yeah. And I was like, Dan should be watching Dragula Titans. It's like an all-stars. People come back from the old season and they just compete in scary, spooky drag. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it would be up your alley. It's on Shudder. No, of course. Check it out. Um, No, I, I mean... I mean, obviously, whatever whatever traction Elden Ring gains is, is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I don't... Did, did the video game awards happen? No, I think they were just nominations in which Xenoblade 3 received a Game of the Year nomination, which I'm very happy for. Okay, good. Yep. Um, and and I was kind of hoping that Elden Ring would get it. Oh, yeah. But I think that's definitely going to happen. But, but people are saying God of War Ragnarok. Is it that good? I haven't well, played any of those games, and I don't really know what happens besides Man and Boy, and this one's like more down-to-earth, Kratos just trying to find himself. I played the old ones. Mm-hmm. I've played ninety percent of the first of the reboot ones mm-hmm. of 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 Dad of War, and 
TikTok, mm-hmm. love TikTok, has spoiled the entire oh. plotline of God of War Ragnarok. Wow, I'm not on I, that uh, TikTok, but now I, I will be thanks to the algorithm, thanks. I didn't like anything, mm-hmm. I just, uh, one night, I think it was last week, I was scrolling, um... And each successive plot point of God of War Ragnarok <laughs> was, was, was in every... Was, yeah. yeah, so... It happens, yeah. Um, but people are saying that, but I would hope it's Elden Ring. Mm. But if it, if it makes you happy, we'll root for Xenoblade Xenoblade Blade better win soundtrack. That soundtrack is amazing. Yeah. But we'll talk more about Xenoblade in a moment and the things it does right. Yes. When compared to another video game franchise. Of course, of mm. course. Mm. Mm. Um, I think other than that, literally... Uh, I mean, I've been keeping up with Andor, fantastic mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. I hope more people watch it, because it's a good Star Wars thing. It's well-written, it's got yeah. character drama, it's got, like, Mon Mothma and an unhappy marriage, mm-hmm. and we're getting, like, every single scene is is just a... Because it's Star Wars, and I feel like when I say this to you... I, it just goes right over my head. I give a glassy look and a nod. You'll guffaw, and no, you'll, I, you'll, you'll, you'll I go just don't care, back to polishing <laughs> your, your monocles, and then and then the audience might roll their eyes. It's like, it's, of things I could care about, I care about you deeply, Dad, but Star Wars isn't one of them. But it's like, a, it, it's just a surprisingly well-written show. Okay. Stellan Skarsgård, in I think last week's episode delivers this monologue about how as like you know one of the people leading the rebellion mm-hmm. he goes on this whole thing because someone calls him out like what have you lost in this and he's like what have I lost is like all sense of myself like I wake up every day and I put on a facade Ooh, when I'm like yeah. fighting in yeah. you know uh, you know every single moment I've given up love I've given up happiness I've given up like mm-hmm. normal interactions with friends I've given up you know any chance at ever being a, a regular like and you felt that didn't and it's you? and it's like a, <laughs> I, I don't know and I just I mean I already love Stellan Skarsgård yeah. but it was like this feels way too good to be Star Wars mm. this feels like. It, it it belongs in like a in class a museum. Of its own. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Oh, what the Indiana Jones? Did stuff? you see that still? Of yes. Old man Harrison. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Mads has. Well, I'm happy Mads is there. I'm happy he'll Mads make, is too. He, that's a perfect Indiana Jones villain right there. But I don't think people are going to be happy if that correlates mm. with the leaks. Oh my gosh, what's he going to be doing? Shuffle? What's the leaks? It leaked. <laughs> Oh no! Don't uh, yeah, not on the pod. I'm smirking right now. The oh. podcast listeners can't see, but yeah. um, I haven't read anything about it. Take this with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Do the aliens come back? Take it with a grain of salt. I beg of you, because this is this is just a recurring leak that I have seen going around, mm-hmm. and the set picks sort of reinforce it. Mm-hmm. Is that it's going to be time travel? Oh no! It's going to be an no, art. Like, please, it, it, it's going to be <laughs> God no. Something that starts during the space race, oh, no. and then there's going to be a a time travel artifact, no, no. and Mads is a young tot oh. from uh, from Raiders of the Lost Ark, oh. which is why he has those. Unless glasses. they do like a little Easter egg with Indy, <laughs> it, it, that's the only thing I would enjoy. It could be, and it, it could be that that Mads is a different character. Like maybe he's the son of that Nazi. I I don't oh, know, God. but we didn't need this. If it turns out to be like they're they're gonna like do that, I think it'll be pretty funny. It'll be devastating. Oh. It'll be a terrible thing yeah. to watch. Yeah. But I think it's gonna like 
I don't know, like, all of the Star Wars and Marvel and DC discourse is going to pale in comparison mm -hmm. to that movie. Yeah. Because some of the leaks have been, like, tossing around that, like, um, this is going to be a passing of the Torch movie mm -hmm. to not Shia LaBeouf. And then, it, 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 I don't know, like, I feel like this is going to be one of those things where they're going, people are going to be big mad. Yeah. But it'll be cheesy and fun to watch. Yeah. And we have to do those movies at some point. We really do. We do. Yeah. yeah. They're they're near and dear to our hearts. Yeah. Unironically, they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is mm, I've like, only seen it once in the theaters. I, I haven't rewatched it um, since. If you... Well, when the time comes to discuss that movie someday, we can talk about what mm. it would need. But I sincerely hope we're not doing time travel. Uh, I could see it happening, unfortunately. Because this is just, uh, this is, this is me. This is a, this is a Dan take, but if you're going to do a space race movie, why not, you know, that, that could have been the alien one. Mm -hmm. That, it's already you know, been done. That's why. Because, you know, space. They don't want to do the same thing back to back. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> why not do what, a deep sea what, adventure? <laughs> you know, yeah. An abyss. Atlantis, like that video game. Mm -hmm. uh, people love that video game. Yeah. Just do, do, do that. that. But, um... We'll see what happens. Yikes. I kind of wish you didn't tell me that. It could it could be false. Mm. It could be false. It, I don't it, know. In this day and age... The only thing that I've seen is, like, TikTokers and other people, like, discussing, like, oh, I got a friend who was in a test screening and people are, are fuming and, oh, and, and it's like... But you, you always take that with a grain of salt because that has been wrong many times before. Mm. But I find it very odd that... If it is true, knowing how people reacted to Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, why they would go back to to doing... Like, there's a lot of contradictions there. There's a lot of, like... So this is going to be side tangent. Because mm -hmm. we gotta, we got we to gotta talk about Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. uh, the thing with Spielberg and when they made the transition into Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, he kind of, on principle... Uh, after making Schindler's List, was like, we're not going to do Nazis. Mm -hmm. We're not going to do any more Nazi bad guys because we don't want to veer into, you know, they were real-life monsters. We're not going to veer... Make them cartoony. Yeah. We're... Well, we'll, we'll make them cartoonly stupid. Yeah, we're not like going to... They were a real threat. Yeah, we're not going to, to veer into Stroheim yeah, 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 yeah. territory. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to do stupid jetpack cyborg Hitler. We're not going mm -hmm. to even risk it because they... Real atrocities, real, real horrible humans. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, we got generic communists in, yeah. in, in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull with uh, Kate Blanchett, who we love. Who God, we I love. forgot she was in that. She was as... Uh, Lydia as, Tarr herself. <laughs> yeah, and so it would seem very weird to to get around that by just going back in time and fighting the real Nazis again mm. like it, it seems like that would have had to have been a debate in a boardroom like well we got we Indy needs to fight somebody who mm -hmm. can fight mm -hmm. and then they had to like convince Spielberg to to sign off on time travel Nazis mm, no good like and especially uh, again, if if we're going off the assumption that it's some kind, because I'm assuming, I'm I'm this is general assumption here. Mm -hmm. 
that it's it's stupid jetpack Nazis who are like in hiding in South America or something. Mm-hmm. A boys from Brazil. Uh, yeah, and then they yeah. they they steal stupid clock to 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 turn back time to if I could turn back to time. make Mecha Hitler or and something. And then I know they're going to be reusing clips from the old films. Yeah. But oh, I feel it in my bones. Again, th- there is no way to know if this There's is true. There's gonna be a CGI face on Harrison Ford or something. And but in that in that screenshot, Mads is wearing the the Todd glasses. He's wearing the Todd mm. getup. He's like he's dressed as that character. So I don't. Um, mm. But but it's like well, maybe Wonder Woman will have some company soon. Oof. Apparently, they're still going ahead with a third one. Oh, I don't. God. At least Fantastic Beast has the decency to die. <laughs> Did I did I did I bring up when I tried to rewatch that? I just like you tried to rewatch it without me. <laughs> I I tried to. Well, we already we already did our v- joint viewing. Yeah, we, yeah. That's the only time we saw it, Dan. And I, I hope I tried to I tried to like put it on as background noise, and you just couldn't. And I couldn't. Like no. I was I was doing other things. Mm-hmm. I was like working on something. You were and too then pissed I, off. You said, "Why?" And I'm like, "I need to fucking. T- I can't." Yeah. And and it was just. But but yeah, I I don't know. And that's so bizarre too, because the the guy who's in charge of WB now was like, "We haven't had a Harry Potter movie in fifteen years," and it's like, <laughs> "But you guys, second. you yeah. guys just uh, put out those other ones. Yeah, you butchered that franchise. The the body is still warm. Yeah. Like you, like I don't know why you. I, I, so mm. I, I'm assuming those are just done. Yeah, I don't." I, I think that for comedic purposes, you and I would love <laughs> for them to be completed. Oh, but of course, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. those have been uh, an endless source of um, of clownery. But uh, I guess I don't know. Instead, we might get a cursed child adaptation, Ooh, which that's is even the... worse. <laughs> that play is awful, Dan. On the subject Just of, awful. of stupid time travel yeah. plots, oh, God. Like, we were would... the worst. <laughs> We 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 we're we're looking at getting like five stupid time travel plots all within the span of a year, by my calculations. That's it's just it's so hard to do right, and few do it right. Why do it, Dan? Kingdom Hearts didn't do it right, <laughs> and that's my favorite franchise. And a lot of people lately, uh, I mean, Grant would probably be the most offended by this, but a lot of people lately have been expressing rumblings about Back to the Future getting something. Ooh, well, it's got a musical coming to Broadway, so now's the time. Which is fine. Yeah. That's I hear completely okay. different. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, like, people are like, oh, we're, we're looking over the properties that we got, and it's gonna, like, nah, and we're gonna reboot Back to the Future, and... That'll be a, an arrow through your heart over there. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah, I... It, I don't know. Interesting times. We'll yeah. see if this if this episode ages poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as most of ours do, <laughs> as most of ours do, because um, because usually when we speak something, it wills it into existence. Mm-hmm. So if Indiana Jones and the Clockwork c- c- Conniption, oh my God. you know, yeah. you know, actually happens, yeah. then you can blame us, but. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. I guess <laughs> only time will tell. If Paradox Indiana, yeah. played by someone else, shows as up, as long then as I get hired to be like the mo capture for Kate Capshaw's <laughs> stunt double <laughs> in that one scene, I'll be fine with it. Well, anyways, we got, we got, we got yeah. I yeah. think we. I was gonna say today on today's JoJo episode, mm-hmm. kind of getting our equivalent of like the Shankar Stones. So great. Um, <laughs> 
But we gotta move into the Pokemon news. We do. Because Pokemon came out. Yep. And Dan celebrated. I love it. But I'm middled on it. Of course. Part is out of love for you. Of course. Part is because there are some good elements here, which I'm sure we'll discuss lengthily, as we often do. It's a fine. It's fine, well, but there are some there are some things to, no, to talk about. We will get the bad out of the way first. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of performance issues. Yeah, the graphics look like an old PS2 game, and I just came off of Bayonetta 3 saying that, mm-hmm. but Bayonetta 3 was far more put together than this. Yes. Um, and as I will say to my dying breath, Legends Arceus was was extremely polished and did not have these issues. Hmm. So play that game. Um, but it, 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 Legends Arceus also got around it by, like, cell shading the models yeah. slightly. Giving so that, that cartoony look, yeah. Y- you don't notice the, the pixelization. Mm-hmm. But Scarlet and Violet have a lot of performance issues. Should have been baked a little bit more. Like the, a Fido in the oven. The <laughs> chiefest among them... Uh, you know, good news or bad news seems to be that uh, there is some kind of memory leak with uh, how the overworld is programmed. Like I think me after a few Negronis, and memory leak. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll do a Dondozo left, but the I, I think we would have mentioned memory leaks before when we were talking about Cyberpunk. Oh. Uh, peace be its to its name. Mm-hmm. Uh, we. It's sort of caused by the way that Game Freak programmed or didn't program the overworld to function in which the only loading boundaries are the city and then the rest of the map. Mm -hmm. So if you walk from a wild area into a city, the performance will drop to like... 5 fps mm-hmm. um and for the most part you can reset that by just turning the game on and off mm-hmm. when you go into a city i think because again that would explain you know because that means it's a memory leak yeah. that's easy to patch that can be patched but there are a variety of of uh, other like graphical issues uh i have not encountered anything oh, game breaking a few Already? i got stuck behind a rock today I had a force quit. <laughs> I I have not encountered anything, and it's very weird. The one game breaking thing that I encountered was when I jumped with Koridon onto, uh, like I guess, like a platform that he wasn't supposed to be able to run on. Mm-hmm. It he started bugging out, <laughs> and I thought, like, oh great, the the game is gonna crash, mm-hmm. but the game like, soft reset itself Mm. and put me back into a safe zone. Uh. So I didn't get stuck there. Mm. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Um, Arceus was with me in that (laughs) moment. Um, But there's there's lots of other weird things, like the the texture on the scenery will liquefy sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think when I, I don't, I've never made a game, as we discussed with Smash, but I think it's when the boundary of when the overworld will react to the character gets crossed. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll see cliffs, like, liquefy, yeah. kind of, yeah. because they're being bent against that sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, pokeballs embedded in the ground in a lot of yeah, spots. Yeah, from the middle of the room that the developers forgot to take out. Yeah, they're unused dev assets. Um Lots of, and obviously the sandwich PNG that oh, people have. But that's <laughs> glorious in its own way. Yeah. I kind of love that. 
We must do that together at some point. Make a sandwich. Um, But that's not to say there's only bad things. I'm really no. enjoying the character design and the Pokemon this gen. Uh, yeah, I love them. I like the that this is the first steps to open world. Mm-hmm. Well, besides Arceus. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that it gives you the decision to go anywhere, even though I looked up a guide that's like the level guide. Mm-hmm. That's the guide I will be following. Even though I'm over-leveled already. I'm I'm not even to the school and my, my starter's evolved. No, I followed the yeah. level guide too. There's, okay. There is like a set order to everything, like Serebi has it, I mm-hmm. think. And you, I mean, it, it kind of, yeah. it, it provides a decent challenge when you go in it mm-hmm. at that order. Yeah. Um, but to be clear... And I'm speaking as someone who sunk a lot of time into Sword and Shield, an ungodly amount. Mm-hmm. These Scarlet and Violet have a lot more to offer so far. Okay. These Scarlet, right. <laughs> Scarlet and Violet are not optimized, mm-hmm. but they feel finished still. Okay. Like obviously, from a technical standpoint, they needed to be finished. Yeah, finished because Sword and Shield Shield bored me. Sword and Shield was like empty compared to mm-hmm. this and that that was it was like one of those things where i mean i don't know if we've discussed this before but there you know people have gone in and they've data mined sword and shield and mm-hmm. there were all of these unused assets for like gigantic statues referencing yeah. dynamax that would like hold structures up and it was like there was some thought process where it was like okay we're in we're in Britain, we're going to be referencing the myths of the giants fighting in, like, the thunderclouds mm-hmm. and everything, and none of that is reflected in the final game. Yeah. Like, Toxitricity never gets any lore, mm-hmm. all, all of that stuff is just, there's, like, so many dead ends, there's no cutscenes, there's no, just, from when the Galar map was unveiled... Almost none of it is used real estate. Yeah. It's just like the center corridor going up. Mm-hmm. Scarlet and Violet do not feel like that. Okay. Scarlet and Violet feel like completed thoughts. Because so far I only found a handful of trainers, too. You have to, you know, yeah, if you have to voluntarily seek them yeah, out. Which I... You know me. I'll spend a day and a half in the first area. Well, you gotta. Because yeah. uh, if you clear all the trainers in an area, that's how you get a lot of TMs. Oh. That's how you get the recipes yeah. for There's a There's okay. a business dude who will right. give them to you for completing that. Even okay. if they're not challenging, it's like, you mm-hmm. go and do that. Okay. But, uh, again, performance issues aside, I, I am loving this game so far. Yeah. There's it's... a few nitpicks. As, like, such as um are the tms one use again and yes. we have to craft them mm-hmm. don't i don't enjoy that obviously the graphics mm, i don't know i mean i've only just started mm-hmm. i i'm 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 trepidatious but i'm enjoying my time so far mm-hmm. that's all, like i said i think the the designs are carrying this gen for me yes yeah i i mean i i love all the pokemon designs and, and the, apparently the last, like, section of the game is the best it's ever been. Apparently so, I yeah. Have, I know yeah. both of us haven't gotten there yet. No. Yeah, but be sure to up me, update me at least that fact if you do get there. Um, when you do. It, but but it, it it is... uh No, loving loving the designs. I'm loving just the general... Like, I, again, most of my time so far has just been spent wandering around and, like, mm-hmm. catching shit. Oh, it's which like is... the character customization, too, is kind of bothering me. Like yes. Other gens had way more, and that's than a, this. Yeah, that's apparently I don't really, as much as I would love to be a schoolboy for my entire life. 
Well, I I found an Irish trash cap, so I'm fine. Oh. That's what that's what I'm a wearing in the picture. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, oh, what was I gonna say? The character designs, I love. Mm-hmm. The gym leaders are phenomenal. Yeah. And you know, I got I got to give a shout out to Larry. He's been <laughs> the making normal the rounds. Gym the normal gym okay. leader. He is when you when you go to that city. Um, you basically, his gym arena is, because he's like a put-upon salary man, mm-hmm. and you can, like, you fight him on what is his lunch break. Like, oh. that's, because that's the one free spot he has in his day, mm-hmm. as most of us do. Mm-hmm. And, like, the little restaurant that he gets his daily lunch in is is the battle arena. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then it's like, apparently he comes back for the Elite Four. Mm. He's like, my boss called and said we didn't have a flying type gym leader, <laughs> or, or Elite Four, so he, he needed me to come in on my oh day my off to be the, to, to, I guess I'm the flying type one. And wow. it's, and it's, it's perfect. Yeah. And I'm like, I really, really missed that shit in, uh, in, in... Sword in Sword and Shield, mm-hmm. these these gym leaders feel like Black and Whites did, mm-hmm. where they have personalities. Okay, like they have their day jobs, but they have like the way that each thing is set up. You get to know each of them, and and I love it. It's it, it, it's it, again because I love character design, mm-hmm. and I love you know that getting you know shown off and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's just like you know, Sword and Shield felt kind of limited because they all kind of had to dress like soccer players yeah. and you only got to fight them in the big stadiums and that was it except for uh, peers or whatever mm-hmm. but every character design across the board be it them or the team star yeah. generals are look all amazing yeah fantastic designs you know you're getting to know every character the rival isn't annoying no it, she's it, great i love her so I, I that's that's really what I get the most excited for with these games is mm-hmm. is the is the cast and yeah. I, I I love them this time yeah. so I hope that Game Freak sees that these reviews are slightly middling mm-hmm. as for a Pokemon it's going to sell like Gangbusters it already has mm-hmm. as you told me broken it's broken sales records already and I went to the Nintendo store yesterday and saw the fever that is Pokemon mm-hmm. with my own two eyes in person. When I was struggling to get Dan a Fue Coco. <laughs> and you did. You did. Yeah, you got me I, a humble Fue Coco. Yes. <laughs> I had to jingle all the way that through the crowds for Dan Ryan's Fue Coco for Christmas. <laughs> but I did it. <laughs> um, I hope that they notice this and maybe... I don't think it's Nintendo because Nintendo is like... It's Game Freak doing it to themselves. Well, specifically, it's Pokemon Company International doing it to themselves. They need to take their time and just flesh out a game because as a recent convert to the Xenoblade franchise, Xenoblade 3 does this, Mm -hmm. but it's gorgeous. Yes. Gorgeous in every aspect. It runs like butter on the Switch, Mm -hmm. to which people say like, oh, the Switch doesn't have the power. Play Xenoblade 3 and look at the vistas in that compared to this game. Well, no, the Switch has the power to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, obviously, as you said, the Xenoblade series. Mm-hmm. Um, but even in terms of, again, it's back to Legends Arceus. I, I don't, the trade-off was a smaller Dex, but I that game had none of these issues. Well, it was I, pretty, but it was boring. Um, yes, but that was... This is was, crunchy, but interesting. That was how you could... But that that would be room to improve on. Mm-hmm. Like, use that style, but then bring it into a modern, exciting mm-hmm. setting. Um, 
But again, like, there's a Forbes article about the technical issues that this game is coming out, so it's just a very weird... Because there's all these things on Twitter where people are going back and forth and they're not sure who to blame, like, some are mad at Game Freak, some are mad at Nintendo. I would say that the the, the camp that is most firmly to blame is probably Pokemon Company Internet, because they are the ones that set these deadlines... And people have been arguing, like, oh, Pokemon Company does that to, you know... Keep up with the anime. But, the like, the anime might be over. Mm, I don't think so, so it, I it, think they're going to do a new anime, and it'll be just fine. It, like, the way that this one was structured was, like, it... It did not... Obviously, the, the journeys here didn't just cover Sword and Shield, but it also didn't get to a lot of content from those games. Mm-hmm. Um, so even then, it was it was a, a ways behind. Um, and they don't seem to invest the resources to keep it like running smoothly, because mm-hmm. a lot of the reason why Journeys has been so up and down is because they literally have no staff. Like, COVID really like hit hard how they they operate mm-hmm. and do the anime um and some of their most skilled people were sent to other shows by um i don't know if it's i don't that's not toei who's in charge it's uh, another one who is in charge of it um but they you know it, it's kind of like they have resources to to put in other things and if they desperately need games to put out mm. then they can they can assign smaller teams or other studios like they did with Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Mm-hmm. Anyone's opinions on those two up in the air. But if you need to get a game out, mm-hmm. if you desperately want something for the holiday season, like just ship it out to like a third party company, have them remake like, mm-hmm. here's another... You know, Kanto game, here's yeah. another Hoenn game. Yeah. Updated well, we look at like to... Retro Studios who used to do that yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and and that I think that business model could benefit them, but it it it's mm-hmm. I don't know, and I don't think it's Nintendo because they always have enough in the tank. Yeah, that they're holding on to yeah. to release. Like this release season has been stacked, and it's just getting more and more and more and more. Well, and by all accounts, Breath of the uh, Tears yeah. of the Kingdom has been delayed twice, which is fine. Which is fine. Because it's it, it's gonna be because what's the saying like better a good delayed game than a bad that yeah then released as a bad one forever mm-hmm. um but that's fine like and that's like a big blockbuster release that they yeah they could you know the the people in charge could drop any time to to you know get the stocks up but mm-hmm. they're not so I think it is just it is the Pokemon company however they're doing things is a little I hope they listen even though they're they're gonna see that money yeah and they're not gonna care. They're going to say, push out another one. But again, it, f- like, Forbes is covering it, yeah. and it's like, they're, like, like other business, you know, uh, you know, publications are talking about this because it's been spreading across, amidst the many dumpster fires happening on Twitter at the moment. Oh, That's, yeah. Scarlet and Violet was briefly one of yeah. them. Uh, I breathed a sigh of relief because seven other shit shows mm-hmm. took the spotlight off Scarlet well, and Violet for a we're, second. We're but... lucky to have Twitter still then. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It was there almost... was a night where we weren't sure. Yeah, it was it was almost R.I.P. Twitter. People yeah, were posting yeah. asses all over yeah, the place. It that's was true. It, the world was ending, yeah, but, but not me. <laughs> you won't see mine for free. Um, but yeah, so it's it's like we'll see what happens because in this day and age, I think that um. 
for better or worse, the bad stuff gets amplified, and they like companies always have to have a response to it, mm-hmm. usually in some way. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, but um, if we can end this segment on a positive note, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna go over my team. All right, I got Skeledurge. Yeah, uh, evolved from Little Fuecoco. Yeah, who I was like, there's no doubt in my mind that Dan should choose Croc. Yeah. And now he sees. I see. Yeah. yeah. Mm, uh, it took us time. He's my favorite. Uh, right now, my team, I, I mean, I guess I'll bounce off you too. Mm-hmm. I, I have Sprigatito, who I love. Yes. I love that it's Mahojo Gato. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, uh, let's see, who is the second longest? I've been using uh, Arboliva, the Smoliv oh. Evo. Oh, using a Jonathan type on your team, eh? Yeah. Because Pepper... But I don't really love that much. Pepper, that I, I, I ended yeah. up not liking too much. So, oh! Uh, I might... When I can figure out how to refine its stats, I might use Pepper. But mm-hmm. I, I threw Small Live onto my team the mm-hmm. first day. I sent you a snap, like... Because yeah. it has, like, yeah. the psychic... psychic yeah. Uh, crystallization, uh, terror... Whatever they call it. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, it's the Eye of Sauron Small Live. <laughs> and then I'll put it out on my team. <laughs> and it's just, it's been there the entire game. Yeah. So it's it's... She's actually really good. Yeah. So uh, I already have a grass type, unfortunately. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but Arboliva has been my grass type. Yeah. Um. I mean, so far, I I found a few faves. I know you're gonna trade me a few. Mm-hmm. Um. If you would be willing to mm-hmm. deign me, I know that Cerule Edge is coming. Mm-hmm. My baby. And then right now, maybe because I I don't think I get Robo Gallade until the very end. He's like my last one that I can get. I think Fido. Will do for my mm-hmm. fairy type because I love him so much. But so far, that's it. And I do like how we talked about this before the podcast. How easy it is to grind. Yes, like I can just click R, walk around, listen to a podcast, and level up my team slower than normal, but get those materials too. Yeah, yeah. it's great for killing time. Yeah, I don't care about competitive, so that's not no. my yeah. I I give mine the competitive natures as yeah. just something to yeah. to aim for. I did that in my youth, and it's just I, I don't have the time. But uh, we, you yeah. don't know. You don't have to anymore because yeah. the mints. Yeah, yeah, the mints. The yeah, mints are now true. all of those pain in the ass competitive items are now sold in mm-hmm. stores, mm-hmm. and there's a bigger stock each time you get a badge. So if you want to change something to a competitive nate, like even if you're yeah. just for the sake of helping you in the story, just mm-hmm. go get one of those, yep. and because it it beats like soft resetting for yeah. like that shit. I I we don't have the mental do, yeah. fortitude to, yeah. to do anymore. But continue um, with your team. Sorry to interrupt. Oh no! Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. then uh, Armor Rouge, I have. Good, uh, good. He's he's excellent. Um, I added a Bombardier recently mm. for the sake of having a bird. It's yeah. the big stork that drops bombs. Tries bomb to voyage, kill you yeah. at one point in the game. Um, I got uh, Room, who uh, was an early fave of mine mm-hmm. when he was first revealed. The big stupid engine mm-hmm. that floats around. Um. And usually the sixth slot has been occupied by the regional Tauros. Mm-hmm. Well, not the, yeah, the, the, the pure fighting, fighting type Tauros. I did not get the elemental one. Mm-hmm. I didn't find it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but love Tauros. I got like one with a perfect nature. So I'm like, he's going on the team. Yeah. Um, and then a few old ones that I've been throwing back and forth. I, I caught a Satoddler. Mm-hmm. Satoddle. Um... And when you get to that part in the game, like, at the very least, they kind of give them personality. Mm. Like, Seitadl will 
there'll be a shitload of them, and they'll all roll towards you mm-hmm. to play. Well, I've seen Jigglypuff being blown away online. Yeah, yeah in the windstorm, yeah. yeah. Whether that was intentional or not, I don't know. Yeah, but that could have just been a, a visual glitch. Um, and, uh, oh, oh, uh, Bacterax, the little Spinosaur. Oh, yeah, of course. That needs to be on your team. It has to be. I yeah. caught him. I love him. Yeah. He's fucking sweeping everything yeah. that he... He took a little. He was a, when he, when I called and him. Then we could have my Volcarona versus your Bactarax. Of course, yeah. But he probably my favorite pseudo legendary in a long time. Mm-hmm. I caught him as like the little guy yeah. in one of the caves, and I'm like, okay, he's probably going to be like a glass cannon, and then he survived like a fucking Hariyama thing. Mm. I'm like, okay, they gave him good <laughs> stats. They yeah. gave him. A fucking monstrously high attack stat, but then they also didn't give him, like, shit stats, mm. uh, you know, to balance it out. And really, one of the only ones left uh, that I have not been able to to get yet, because the area is far beyond my level, is, of course, Dondozo, ah. who will be my water type. Okay. Um, but uh, Dondozo is in a big lake filled with, like, plus 50 mons, mm. like, you dive in mm-hmm. and you get swarmed by Gyarados's Dondozos uh the the Barracuda mm. Psychic like, Barracuda Psychic yeah. Barracuda Valuza I think and a bunch of other ones so it's like it's fun but he's he's the the remainder but again I've been going through and I've been just catching whatever looks interesting and mm-hmm. Love the designs. All right. Well, with that, we've talked enough of Pokemon mm-hmm. for the moment. I'm sure it'll continue down the line mm-hmm. as I play more with a Thanksgiving break. Uh, since we did so long, do you have a quick update on our Pokedex? I'm going to save my tangent yet again. Yes, save the tangent. Yes. I, my only update is that if I didn't mention it last week, in terms of Pokemon Topaz and Lapis, uh, we are not neglecting that because of the game. Like I, <laughs> in I, fact, Dan's been inspired. I've been in. I've been <laughs> greatly inspired. I have more to send you. I finished up someone's mm. like last night to send along um but we got lots of gym leaders other characters lots of mons coming um but uh to that end i did make a giant ass spreadsheet Mm -hmm. to keep track of all the prompts and when the art is done and the types and the areas um the way that it worked out was that we have like a hundred be it prompts by themselves or just ideas of like okay we need a regional bug a bird a thing Mm -hmm. like this Mm -hmm. and then you know, so that's like the northern half of the region. The top of that hourglass shape is basically done. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from a handful of smaller biomes, like the Bigfoot area, whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which really opens us up to do a shitload in the southern half. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I kind of tweaked your quail idea mm-hmm. into that. You know, uh, steel bird. It'll be like the one for the top half, and mm-hmm. then Quail will be the three-stage one for the bottom mm. half. Um, but there's a lot of room to fill in on that bottom portion of the map, because yeah. we got the jungles, we got cliffs, we got the safari zone. Uh, tons of open ocean, tons of islands, um, not counting the DLC islands. Uh, the icy mountains, caves if you want, the mm-hmm. ruins, like where the Nazca lines are. Mm-hmm. Uh, tons of shit to play with. Yes. Um, so, uh, in the spreadsheet that I sent to you, uh, if you have any ideas, um, think on where they could be in, you know, 
Because there's a few that only have, like, one mon each in them. Mm-hmm. Like, f- controlled burn moose is the only yeah. one in the in the northeast. So, mm-hmm. give him some company. Okay. Uh, things to that effect. All right. But there's, like, most of the real estate we can have some fun with is, uh, is, is you know, second half of the game. Mm-hmm. So, it'll, it'll kind of be like you get to Mexico City and, like... A whole new world. A whole new world opens yeah. up, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that is it. Are you ready to watch some JoJo's goddamn bizarre adventure? <laughs> I'm always ready to watch some JoJo's goddamn bizarre adventure, Dan. Okay. Yeah. Well, drawing board is rolling out, and this is Roman Holiday. <laughs> oh, edition. he's on the back of a Vespa. Yes, he is. He's on the back. Somehow, he's yeah. on the back of a Vespa. I get that reference. <laughs> uh, horrible wind resistance because he's a big square. Yeah. But he's, he's got a little hat. He's got a little hat. He's got a scarf. Mm-hmm. Do take note of that scarf, because at some point you might oh, need it to... I know about to, uh, that dumb scarf in JoJo. <laughs> you might need it to wipe your tears away. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Uh, but uh, but he seems pumped. He seems ready to go. Ready to do some training, mm. if anything. So, not a whole lot of trivia facts today, because I think most of this is just better left as we go through and discuss the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I am going to catch us all up on the plot thus far. Yes, as uh, you do. Mm-hmm. So, the year is 1938, and World War II is raging across Europe. Uh, we are introduced to Joseph Joestar, the grandson, importantly, of Jonathan Joestar, who has just moved to New York City with Granny <laughs> Arena. Uh, he also befriends a young pickpocket named Smokey. Smokey! Um, who remains, like, a constant family friend. Mm. Uh, Robert E.O. Speedwagon. Boo! Yes! <laughs> not my fave. Who is now a wealthy industrialist via striking uh, rich on oil in uh, the States, has, uh, he was down in Mexico and he unearthed the strange stone pillar containing a humanoid figure and multiple masks that were identical to the stone mask that started all this trouble in the mm-hmm. first place. Speedwagon enlisted the help of Hamon Master Stryzo to preemptively destroy this seemingly new vampiric threat. Uh, but Stryzo betrayed him in pursuit of immortality. Yeah. We are. We must emphasize that skilled Hamon users, due to how they regulate their body's energy, do appear younger for longer periods of time, mm-hmm. kind of like Saiyans. They, mm-hmm. will, they will retain a youthful appearance long into old age, but Stryzo was not satisfied with even that. He mm-hmm. wanted true immortality and true perfection uh, that was immutable. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, we think that Speedwagon is killed, and we don't know what happens to the pillar. Uh, so Stryzo then traveled to New York City in an attempt to kill Joseph, uh, kind of going down the list of people who could challenge him or would pose a threat to him down the line. He didn't want to make the same mistakes as Dio. He's like, I'm not going to be theatrical and negotiate with this. Like, Mm -hmm. if you are a threat, you will be exterminated. Um... So uh, Joseph does manage to best him with his Hamon skills. Shoots up a cafe. Yep. Yeah, shoots up a cafe with mm-hmm. a Tommy gun. Yep. He got out of that one, so no, no legal repercussions. Um, and uh, Stryzo, you know, is defeated. But before dying, he warns Joseph that the life form within the stone pillar, uh, you know, would inevitably threaten humanity. Uh, so he needs to track it down. He needs to find Speedwagon in, um, you know, Mexico. Yeah. Because if you remember, the gangsters and other, like, underworld folks in New York City were kind of rumbling that, like, ahead of the media, 
Speedwagon. <laughs> we think he's dead. Yeah. Pretty sure he got he got capped. Down I don't know in, how they in, got the news first, but yeah. But um, Joseph travels to Mexico, where a group of Nazis led by Major <laughs> Rudolf von Stroheim are performing experiments on the stone pillar that has now been you know removed from the ruins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speedwagon, who is revealed to have survived, boo hiss, um, is also being held captive, yeah. and he's a captive audience yeah. for the tests that they're running. Half his on the brain pillar. has been removed. Half his brain has been, well, his brain was damaged yeah. and replaced with, uh, replaced by Nazi science. Oh. We're going to get into that. Okay. There's more to that. All right. Rest assured. Um, so the, the Nazis run a bunch of experiments. Uh, they're kind of like, you know, drenching the pillar in the blood of locals that they have murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, and the pillar man awakens. Uh, he's dubbed San Viento in the dub. His real name is Santana. We're going to call him Santana. Mm-hmm. Well, not his his in the original Japanese. His name is Santana. Yeah, but can't do that because of Carlos Santana. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, but but Santana is uh, is awakened. Uh, at first, Strawheim dismissed him as like uh, an articulate caveman. He's like, oh look yeah. at look at him. He's he's, he's a dumb. clumsy he boy. Yeah. But it quickly becomes apparent that not only is Santana adapting to his surroundings he's intelligent yeah. he uh, dangerously intelligent he can smush all his bones dan yeah he can smush his bones he can liquefy his body to pass through vents and orifices yeah. uh to you know evade capture um so he he takes down the rest of the nazis just as jojo arrives to rescue speedwagon um, Jojo and, uh, you know, uh, Santana briefly battle. Jojo seems to be able to hold his own using his Hamon, but it is not an automatic victory as with previous no. vampiric characters. Santana is better than them. He alludes to being something that was like a precursor to those like regular vampires. Um, and his biology remains very bizarre when Jojo tries to like kick him. His leg liquefies and then, like, lets Jojo's leg pass through. (laughs) He can manifest these giant spikes like the the mask does to, you know, kill a person, drain their blood. Mm -hmm. Um, So, outmatched in a a, a 1v1, Jojo opts to drag Santana out into the sunlight to take advantage of that weakness. Um, In the process... They do get him outside, but he, you know, uh, liquefies into Strawheim's body, mm-hmm. uh, and Strawheim sacrifices himself with a grenade, uh, and before he dies, he, you know, explains that we've already, like, the Nazis across the globe have already discovered the rest of these pillars, there are more of them, and we're going to get more into this in the very first episode today, but in terms of hierarchy, like, this guy is, like, the weakest. Yeah. So there but he was are, quite strong, Dad. He was quite strong. <laughs> um, so if you mean he, there's more? So you, Jojo, if you want to stand a chance against what is almost definitely coming, you need to to to, to get fundamentally stronger. You need mm. to be able to fight like these living gods. Mm-hmm. So to that end, go to Rome and find a Hamon master there. Uh, so that is what Jojo resolves himself to do. Uh, Strawheim detonates himself. Um, and, uh, Jojo tricks Santana into following him down this well where the reflected sunlight petrifies him. But do remember that Santana is petrified, and now he is, his 
petrified remains are in the custody of the Speedwagon Foundation, mm-hmm. who, as I implied last time, are sort of like the the collective guy in the chair or the the outfitters for all of the JoJo's. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they are currently in possession of Santana and studying him yeah. as JoJo resolves to get stronger. Oh, so. Uh... Any previewing expectations? I'm just excited. I, I'll say it hands down. You have won so far. I've enjoyed every episode of JoJo that I've seen. Of course. Congrats. You want an award? You want a sticker, Dan? I've been enjoying Iran. Like, oh, we're not competing. Oh, we're not doing know. a director we're showdown. We're always competing, Dan. <laughs> Indirectly, directly. Well, we are, we and are. you've won again. <laughs> We are sitcom, don't worry, darling, arch rivals, oh so I God, guess we... have to we, finish that afterwards, don't we? We do. Uh, we only made it I halfway I gotta through. see how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> we just got I, I gotta see how it ends. Yeah. Even though I know... I don't. And it was ruined, yeah. like, five minutes into the movie, so... Well, that, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah. But mm. before that, we're going to enjoy some JoJo's. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again... I guess we're we're gonna join the drawing board on that Vespa. Yeah. Uh, maybe take a trip to the Coliseum. Oh. Um, and just like Catherine Hepburn in summertime, we're not going <laughs> to Venice. We're going to Rome. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dated um, reference, Dan. <laughs> uh, it's whatever. I, I can't think of anything funny to say, so I'm gonna. The cl- calla lilies are still in bloom. <laughs> I'm just gonna clip through the scenery instead. Oh well, there he goes. <laughs> right back. We are back, everyone, after surmounting a rather greasy pillar. Oh my god, so greasy! So greasy. I don't like the fingernails in these episodes, either. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a phobia of mine. Oh well, yeah, a lot of... I mean, well, we had Dio tease at that, but mm-hmm. these guys are a lot more uh, hands-on with that, we'll yeah. say. Um, but we just watched another four episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, Part 2 Battle Tendency. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, do you want to get started with... Well, any initial thoughts? I mean... Amazing, as always. It just it, full of shocks and twists and turns around every corner. I never know what awesome. to expect within any of these episodes. Yeah, but I no. like that in an anime, I guess. Uh, Maybe yeah. I'm a JoJo stan. No shame in yeah. There's no you. You can like all kinds of anime. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of anime, mm-hmm, I, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, but these buff uh, Italians and whatnot. <laughs> well, really doing it for me. And. You know, I mean, if, because uh, I noticed near the end, we, I mean, we were having a few larfs, um, you know, as we kept going, but as, you know, it's not weirding you out, like, it all no. makes sense, yeah. like, even the strange stuff, the bizarre it stuff. It fits into the universe. It's never, it doesn't exactly take you by surprise, mm-hmm. it's just, like, how the weirdness is applied, you know, and obviously dealing with some body horror stuff, but it's all part of the appeal, all part of what makes, you know things shocking to the good guys and it makes the bad guys a little more imposing because we're getting into inhuman uh like levels of what they can do here mm-hmm. um so of course with that we will come to episode five ultimate warriors from ancient times yes uh so joseph arrives in rome uh and <laughs> thus the opera and the squid ink pasta yes <laughs> <laughs> and the in the waiter and two the, yeah. staples yeah 
Um, but uh, Joseph is kind of waiting around, seeing if this Hamon master that Strahheim mentioned to him will appear. Uh, apparently, Speedwagon, although we kind of get the scenes out of order, Speedwagon has, like, organized this little meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, so presumably, the Hamon master is a contact who is in the area and yeah. will come meet them. But, uh, but Joseph is at first grossed out by some squidding pasta. <laughs> Um, but he learns to, uh, to, comes to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. However, his appetite is somewhat spoiled by a, uh, a blonde Italian um, man. A mozzarella cheese ball, as That's he refers to <laughs> Dan. Uh, is, is making a rather theatrical show of flirting with a woman. Yeah. He's kind of like, bring this necklace home and yeah. it will curse you. When you take you. it off, yeah, think of me. And now I'll seal the curse with, with a kiss. kiss. And, and then he's like, oh god. And Joseph's, like, just publicly out loud going, yeah. like, that's, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> How's a woman falling for that crap? Like, um, making a scene. And and Jojo decides that he's going to mess with this flirt. Yeah, by giving some hamon-flavored pastine thrown at him. <laughs> yeah, like, this will stick to his face for the rest of the day, ruin his chances. Um, but when he launches the noodles at uh, this individual... <gasps> Uh, this individual demonstrates Hamon's skill of their own. Reflects and, them into his wine glass. Yeah, well, catches them with his own pasta, because he had tube pasta, and then uh. shot them back into his wine glass. And Jojo, it's unmistakable as, mm -hmm. as Hamon. Um, and this person is revealed to be Caesar Antonio Zeppeli. And what a nice callback. I was yeah. like, oh, the Zeppeli family line lives on. They do. Um, we'll get more detail about the family line mm -hmm. uh, in one of the upcoming episodes, yeah. too. Like, we'll get extra details about what happened with them. Um, but he's the grandson mm -hmm. of, of course, Will Zeppeli. Uh, he still has the signature top hat mm -hmm. of of the senior Zeppeli. Um, and he was the one that was sent to meet Joseph. Mm -hmm. uh, meanwhile, Speedwagon is revealed to be, you know... Uh, alive and well, and the stone remains of Santana were transferred to the Speedwagon Foundation headquarters in D.C. In DC. Um, they discover that despite its immobile state, uh, they sick a snake on it. Yeah, they give snake science. They're like, Snakes, eh, put yeah, put that snake in there. Uh, but, you know, when the snake bites it, uh, it turns to stone itself. So on some level, there is still something active within this petrified stone mm -hmm. as a defense mechanism. Uh, so presumably Santana is still alive yeah. in some capacity. Um, as is the case with all scientists in charge of sci-fi things, they're like, no, we'll just keep it safe in Under this chamber. Under these UV, UV yeah. lights. <laughs> so, uh, you know, nothing will go wrong there. Um, so Santana's remains remain there. Mm. But then Speedwagon is not at all comforted, because he's like, look over the footage of the pillar mm -hmm. that we recovered. Uh, you'll notice that Santana, despite his, uh, you know, formidable power, is at the bottom. The bottom tier. Uh, there are three other figures above him. Ranked by horn. Ranked by horn. Um, and if anything, the positioning would imply that Santana was like... Uh, you know, the lowest of them. Mm -hmm. He's not even grouped in the heavens with the others. Yeah. So, could be dangerous. Uh, Speedwagon meets up with Joseph and Caesar uh, at a fountain in Rome where he's trying to get them to talk. But they're, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Zeppeli thinks that Jojo is far too big-headed and stupid, mm -hmm. uh, buffoonish, and Joseph can't stand how uh, snobbish Zeppeli is. Yes. Um 
Zeppeli kind of, uh, they're, they're about to come to blows, mm -hmm. and Zeppeli kind of flexes his ability by transferring Hamon into a woman mm -hmm. that he's making yeah. out with. To make him stra her strangle him. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, and then Speedwagon stands back and is like, I gotta let Jojo get strike because he's gotta <laughs> learn how to get out of lesson, this. teach him a lesson, yeah. Um, but Jojo does get out of it, um, because, uh, he gets thrown into the fountain, it's yeah. looking pretty dour for him, but then when Spe uh, Zeppeli goes to, uh, kiss the woman again, a, a pigeon flies <laughs> out of yeah. her mouth. Well, no, Zeppeli also reveals that he has bubble powers a la Sailor Mercury. Yes. And then he's covered in a thin layer of soap at all times. His bubble launcher ability, yeah, because yeah. he likes to stay clean. Mm -hmm. So, of course, his body and clothing is coated... Yeah. In a fine look. Yeah, but not to be overcounted by the, the pigeon emerging from this woman's mouth and yes. punching Zeppeli. Because via sleight of hand, uh, Jojo apparently put the bird in the woman's mouth because he knew that Zeppeli would go in for a kiss. And these bystanders are just watching this happen. It's another day in yeah. Rome, really. Yeah. Uh, you know. um, so, as, like, you know, Caesar is kind of complaining, he seems to hold some kind of grudge against Joseph's grandfather, mm -hmm. forgetting... Uh, Will Zeppeli involved in the Dio situation, which, even though, obviously, you know, uh, Will Zeppeli was there voluntarily. Mm. Um, he's kind of like, you know, if things had worked out differently, if your grandfather had been stronger, then, uh, you know, this wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. And seemingly the Zeppeli family has since then suffered in pursuit of these stone masks, in pursuit of the lore, mm. whereas Jojo wasn't told any of this until very recently. Um, but Speedwagon cops to that. He's like, I opted to not tell him mm -hmm. just to shield him from the information for a bit. Um, so they, uh, their little fight ends and they head to a hotel. Where they're playing a game of cards and Joseph is trying to cheat Zeppeli. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but easily outmaneuvered. And then Zeppeli has this thing where he always leaps into a chair. Yes. <laughs> Into the air to sit. And Joseph gets mad at that. Yeah, like, it's why? Such a, it's You're just a, sitting down. <laughs> it's just a smug way of sitting down. I can't stand it. I'm going to do that next time. <laughs> yeah. Well, these two, yeah. It, it, it's the same dynamic. Um, so, eventually, a Zeppeli kind of explains that... Um, it's kind of explained that he's been... Since Italy and Germany at the time have an alliance, obviously, as Axis powers, uh, he has been kind of working with um, the Germans studying the pillar that is here uh, because he is like their Hamon advisor. Mm -hmm. Although apparently he has not come into direct contact with the stone pillar. Yeah. They just want him around as like an advisor. To that end, he has a friend... Named Mark. Named Mark, a Nazi driver, yeah, I guess. Who was made to feel sympathetic for because he's in love He's, in, he's got a sweetheart and back And he's home. given the dialogue, I'm going to go home right after this and marry her. And you know, mm. when someone says that, they're not going home. No. Not, they're not seeing their sweetheart again. Um, so, they, uh, Mark shows up and, and escorts the trio uh, to the chamber where the Pillarmen are. Yeah, they go to the, the Mouth of Truth. The Mouth of Truth, yeah. yeah. No yeah. one bothered. It was just a door the whole time. No one touched the button on the inside. No one checked. Yeah. No, that's their fault. Um... But uh, underground, the Nazi again behind the mouth of truth. The Nazis have been running their own experiments on this stone pillar, which has three figures on it. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been keeping it doused in UV light, um, but a hole has appeared mm -hmm. on it, 
And they're like, we've looked at this thing a thousand times, that whatever that is was definitely not there the other day, what do we do? And one of the soldiers steps forth, and out from the hole, which notably inhales some air mm-hmm. for a second, shoots a horn a out. A giant horn. Why would you stick your... It was like, oh, you know, looking into the car tailpipe. Don't do that. Gotta check. <laughs> Someone's gotta, gotta check. check. Uh, but, you know... Someone hasn't seen X. But the... Uh, the first pillar man emerges. Um, this one is Wamu. Mm-hmm. Uh, he off screen makes short work of uh, of well, no, not off screen. On he, screen, yeah. He melds all of the soldiers' hands together and then ends with the commander and in a chain reaction drains the bodily fluids of all of yeah. them in a matter of seconds. Mm. Um, and then presumably goes on to take out whatever other soldiers are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Jojo and his friends arrive, um, they, you know, head down into the lower chamber, Wamu has awoken his masters, uh, ACDC and Cars, and they can get away with ACDC because it's, it's spelled, spelled differently. Yeah, it's yeah. spelled like E-S-I-D-S-I-S-I, so yeah, D-I-S-I. it's yeah. D-I-S-I, so ACDC and Cars, um, and as far as we can tell, these two are definitely ranked above him. Um, but Cars seems to be at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the heroes arrive at the cave where they, uh, where the Pillarmen are. Um, they've, all the Nazis have been killed inside that chamber. Uh, Mark attempts to run away, and, and I think this is one of the coolest little parts here. Wamu is just, like, walking and, <laughs> and brushes him, against yeah. him. And Mark just disintegrates. His body's gone. As you said, that. he's been halved. He's been halved. It's one of the worst cases of a halving we've ever seen on this podcast. <laughs> was it down the middle or was it, it, it vertically was like or this horizontally? Taco. It was yeah. oh. um, But, uh, you know, Cars kind of explains that he doesn't have any time to, to fool around with any more humans because they are on a quest to find the Redstone of Asia. Mm. Uh, spelled A-J-A, uh, that was once possessed by the Roman Emperor. And this couldn't be the same red stone that's in the intro, Dan. It might, it just might be. <gasps> um, and apparently, we get more info on this in a bit, but this will unlock the power of their stone mass that mm. they have with them. Um, Caesar is forced to use his ripple to uh, end Mark's life, <laughs> and uh, he challenges the Pillarmen to a fight to mm-hmm. avenge him. Yep. And we also think, we see this weird dynamic between uh, ACDC Cars and, uh, who's the third one? ACDC Cars. Wamu. Wamu. That they step in Wamu's shadow and, like... Oh, yeah. 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 Um, he has, like, that interaction with them. Uh, Wamu is kneeling to the mm-hmm. other two, his mm-hmm. superiors, and Cars steps into the boundary of his shadow yeah. and instinct, like, reflexively, literally as, as an instantaneous reflex... Wamu strikes cars, mm-hmm. and, you know, ACDC is like, what have you, like, you, you struck, you know, one of us, that, mm-hmm. that is, that is unforgivable, mm-hmm. but cars is like, oh, I'm sorry, after all this yeah, time Yeah, I forgot sleep, that you have that shadow thing. Yeah, like, your shadow cannot be intruded upon, mm-hmm. you will kill anything that enters it, so, uh, you know, your, your tenacity is too good, I'm not, you don't even have to apologize, mm-hmm. don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Uh, so there's, like, this... Clearly, there's a ranking, but yeah. they're not they're not going to be killing I'm one I'm thinking another. that shadow's going to come into play a little later, though. I, I would assume so. Yeah. Um, 
But then that brings us to episode yeah. six. Well, hero- well, they walk by them as if they're nothing, and uh, yeah. uh, uh, Zeppeli freaks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then issues the, the fight shit. But yeah. the point is, Carr is just, they want to go out, they're yeah. going to go hang out I'm outside. Tell, we're going to get pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Are you coming? <laughs> They'll blend in just yeah. fine. Um, and then episode six, A Hero's Proof. Uh, Caesar, you know, attempts to battle Wamu uh, to avenge Mark using his bubble launcher technique. Uh, he surrounds boom bubble, pop pop. Yeah, boom bubble. Uh, he he surrounds the pillar men, uh, the pillar man yeah. in ripple infused bubbles, which to a normal person would be very damaging. Like when they explode, they like take out all the matter in yeah. the area of them. Uh, but Wamu is not impressed. Instead, he kind of shakes his head and with the small blades that adorn his his hair mm-hmm. uh he slices all the bubbles open and cancels the technique mm-hmm. out and speedwagon is the first yeah. to notice this and he freaks out he's like he wasn't those aren't his those his, aren't normal bubbles yeah no those aren't normal hair blades yeah. he was generating some kind of uh wind. concussive like wind force mm-hmm. and uh which is uh of the three of them wamu is themed around wind mm-hmm. um so, uh, yeah, he uses his headgear to start little slices everywhere. Caesar gets a bunch of cuts on his face yeah. to, like, cover your eyes. He's gonna, like, try to blind you or something. Um, but it, Caesar is kind of despondent because mm-hmm. he's been slashed all over. Mm-hmm. And uh, we think that he took out one of Caesar's eyes, but he's actually okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know... Okay, so Caesar makes this boast, mm-hmm. like, he tries to do a heroic, like, even if I'm blinded, I can still fight you, mm-hmm. nothing will stop me from avenging my fallen comrade. And the pillar men just kind of laugh at yeah. this, because they're like, child, we've killed <laughs> thousands. thousands of you. <laughs> like, when we crossed from, you know, the eastern continent to the western, co- or from, no, they went from west to east, mm-hmm. yeah. So when they when we crossed over continents, thousands stood before us. Thousands of hormone users stand stood before us, and they all gave some variant of that speech, mm-hmm. and we all killed them just the same. Yes, or killed them all just the same. Uh, again, I like these guys. Yeah, they're they're interesting. They got a fun little dynamic going on. Just and three bros in the pillar. Their theme is probably one of my favorites, as you mentioned. Yes, is, is the is the pillar men theme. You can find it on YouTube. Go go <laughs> do yourself a favor and look that up. Um. So uh, again, this is where cars and ACDC are like we're gonna we're gonna peace out and yeah. head up to the surface. Uh, Wamu, you can you know hang back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Wamu is hesitant to kill Caesar instantly because he's like, I you know, uh, by all terms of honor, it would be better to leave you alive to get stronger mm-hmm. so that I could face a truly worthy opponent. Yes, um, you know, I I think that would be more practical or whatever. Um. So, uh, Joseph steps forward, he's going to be the one to battle Wamu, and he's going to do so using a pair of clackers that he has infused with Hamon. Why isn't anyone taking my little metal balls seriously, Dan? Uh, Wamu allows Joseph to fight, uh, you know, slicing... uh, Yeah. Yeah, they, they... He cuts his artery open and says, that artery's gonna bleed out in a minute, so... 
Yeah, so it's it's like you know we'll we'll see how long this this lasts, and, and, and this is a long minute. And JoJo kind of goes at first into this uh, ripple clacker volley, which mm-hmm. he's like throwing these clacker balls, multiple of them, uh, you know, at Wamu at once. And he Wamu does is bending his spine to avoid them. Yeah. Uh, and and we see that like JoJo has practiced like freezing the thread connecting the clacker balls like behind his arms. Mm-hmm. Again, all sleight of hand based. Uh, and then one of the clacker balls that he threw uh, has remained, st- you know, stationary Embedded, in midair, yeah. mm-hmm. and then flips back and actually manages to damage mm-hmm. Wamu's head. Because they're boomerang clacker balls. Boomerang apparently. clacker ball. Um, and he's, you know, Wamu is kind of like, this is the first time My any face of... has been hit. Yeah. So <laughs> you've you've done, like, you've you've achieved something here. But he's obviously pissed. Um, Joseph goes up to keep, like, wailing on him, but Wamu is unfazed, and he briefly uses his holy sandstorm technique. Mm. Uh, his whole thing is that he can rotate his limbs very, very quickly to Mm -hmm. generate wind, kind of like Red Tornado, um, and Jojo is no match for this technique alone. He kind of hides behind part of a pillar to deflect it. And uh, Wamu also had blood in one of his eyes that slightly off-centered the blast, but this would have almost certainly wiped Jojo out had he actually taken it head-on. Um, but Jojo is, you know, even even with the glancing blow, is left barely alive. Uh, and we get this scene where, while Wamu is talking to Caesar in Speedwagon, uh, Joseph is uh, comedically crawling in the background, pretending to play dead. Mm. At first, Caesar thinks that like he's being a coward and trying to flee from battle, uh, but instead, Jojo hops into a minecart. Uh, again, another Indiana yeah, Jones parallel. Just, uh, the, the Wamu is posed yeah, on, Wamu. This, on this minecart. Just completely vertical, just yeah. jumps onto the minecart, and they head into the, you know, the mine tunnel mm-hmm. together. And Caesar's like, oh, he's doing something to, like, sacrifice yeah. himself. He's, How he... courageous and brave of him. And then, but we see that Jojo's like, I got it now, I got to think of another plan. plan. Yeah. Now that I got him on the cart, yeah. we need part two of this plan. Um, so they're they're in the minecart madness level. Mm-hmm. Uh, at first, Jojo intends to use a stick of dynamite. <laughs> Hit him behind his back. To blow up Wamu, but he's like... Don't tell me that you're going to use that dynamite on me, you dumbass. Yeah. Uh, and Jojo's like, I can't do that. He's like, you're not going to break the minecart suddenly to make me fly forwards, are you? And then Wamu just rips off the brake. Mm-hmm. And Jojo's like, all right, we got to think of a third idea here. <laughs> so they go crashing uh, out through the, the outer chamber of these ruins and you know land in this courtyard. Uh, Wamu is is about to kill him, but Jojo... Stalls for time and says, you know, if you want to... I could have you beat in a month if you just let me live, but... Yeah. yeah you can kill me right now, otherwise. Yeah, he plays... And play... Wamu's shaking with rage. He plays to his ego. Yeah. He plays to, like, the Vegeta cell thing. He mm-hmm. plays to, uh, you know, like... I would imagine that being alive for a millennia, things can get boring. Mm-hmm. So if you just wait, like, what is a, a, a blink of an eye for you... Mm-hmm. You can have an opponent who you can fight on equal terms, and that would be the honorable thing mm. to do. And Wamu seemingly takes the bait for this. The other two pillarmen, like uh, ACDC, is like, I don't understand your, you know, he, he's kind of like annoyed that Wamu is doing this. Mm-hmm. And Cars is like, I don't understand the yeah. fascination. Well, Cars doesn't want to like deal with any of this. Yeah. It's like, eh, whatever. He's like, they're, they're like, 
parasites. Like, mm-hmm. I, we don't need to interact with humans mm-hmm. or play with them. We just need to focus on the mission. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wamu agrees to give him that month, uh, but with an added, uh, you know, a caveat here. Yeah. Uh, he takes a ring from his lip and he melds it onto, well, well into Jojo's body yeah. and it goes around one heart. of his aortas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, in case this was a ploy for you to escape and do something sneaky, this ring will release a, you know, powerful poison in into your bloodstream in, in 33 days. Unless so you, exact, so precise. Like, you can take this other ring that I wear on my lip, mm-hmm. um, and you can, like, get the antidote out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this ring says, till death do us part, and that's how it'll have mm-hmm. to be. And then ACDC is like, I don't really, I don't have a horse in this race, but, but I want to join him. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm going to, this, this could be fun. I see what you're doing, Wamu. And then he takes a ring from his nose and he puts it around uh, Jojo's windpipe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, same rules apply. Uh, in 33 days, it'll, it'll go off mm-hmm. just in case you were, you know, you end up fighting me, which I don't imagine will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, of course, cars, you know, doesn't feel like no it's like i don't need to do that um so uh yeah they're now bound by these so-called wedding rings and that gives jojo a time frame to get stronger and face these guys Mm -hmm. or else he will almost certainly die yep um caesar kind of catches up with um with jojo and he kind of realizes that despite acting like a buffoon you stupid himbo he did what have you done (laughs) he has resolve and he promises to grow stronger alongside him and then acdc deep throws a dynamite stick yeah he just just his belly explodes and he's like "Eh." just the flex yeah he's like he just he just yeah takes it down like a scooby-doo sandwich (laughs) my god like me with a um a wawa glizzy Dan said, ooh, but he's never seen me <laughs> shove down eight of those puppies. Uh, that, I wonder if that Glizzy Gobbler reference will still be active and like, what, what, date this episode? No, I think the Glizzy's <laughs> eternal. All right, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, the Glizzies will last as long as the Pillar Men do. <laughs> that's all we can hope. Um, but that brings us to episode seven. Uh, Lisa, Lisa, Ripple Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, yeah. So. Lisa needs braces. Dental Dam. Uh, so in Venice, uh, Joseph is complaining that, you know, his bluff was called by Wamu, (laughs) and wanting to teach Joseph control of his ripple powers, uh, Caesar takes him to Venice to meet his teacher, Lisa Lisa. (laughs) Um, Lisa Lisa is originally described as, like, a gondolier. Mm -hmm. She is, like, She has a Venetian mask. Yeah, in disguise. Um, and she demonstrates her power to the two of them by standing... On the water in a perfectly balanced ma- manner. And on her oar. Yeah. yeah. Which she then hits Jojo <laughs> yeah. across the face with mm-hmm. talented Mr. Ripley style. Oof. Um Deep cut. And Jojo, to his credit, is able to kind of instinctively keep himself on top of the water. Mm-hmm. But he's clearly partially sinking. He's not able to do it. Uh, but she is, at the very least, impressed that he's able to do that so far. Um, but she fastens a breathing device around his uh his face Mm -hmm. which will kill him if he doesn't breathe in a rhythmic fashion he's got so many uh, devices strapped to him (laughs) yeah he does uh he he can take it off to eat and brush his teeth but that's all good um uh so like who didn't brush their teeth last week Mm -hmm. was that 
Someone honey. didn't. Oh yeah, honey, yeah. yeah. He got a cavity. Um <laughs> But yeah, the breathing mask will suffocate him unless he can get his breath under control, and we see that that is only literally the first step of uh of torturous hormone training mm-hmm. that they have in store for them. Um uh we the episode also Okay. So we there, uh, there was a part in the beginning of the episode mm. where Caesar, to kind of gauge where Jojo is, tosses a glass of water at him and is like, keep the water in the glass, yeah. you know, like I'm doing. Like upside down. Upside down. Mm-hmm. Jojo instantly breaks the glass because he channels all the energy through the palm of his hand instead of through his fingertips. Mm-hmm. And Caesar likens it to, you gotta use like a squirt gun instead of a fire hose. <laughs> yeah. Like you need to, like you have about as much raw hamon energy as I do, but you can't focus it you yet. You gotta channel it the right way. Um, so that'll come back later. Uh, so Lisa Lisa, <laughs> right from day one, you know, seeing the kind of, uh, I guess the speed that these two need to be trained at, Decides to start them off on a test that has taken many lives mm-hmm. of potential students, mm-hmm. the Hell Climb Pillar. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Lisa Lisa tosses them down a hole. They gotta climb up a huge... This dumb pillar covered in oil. Yeah, it's, <laughs> And grease. <laughs> there's a pool of oil at the bottom to not only weigh you down, but the entire pillar is coated in oil and tapered. That's a lot of oil. It is a lot of oil. And it's tapered uh, so that the climb up would be even harder it's mm-hmm. it's it's a smooth tapered pillar um no handholds you mm-hmm. just have to get up and you cannot take any kind of shortcut no. or cheat it in any way you should take a shortcut <laughs> uh, jo- what joseph tries to do because he like he, he rips his shirt off mm-hmm. and then and tries to move on it but like yeah. lisa lisa cuts that thread and he's like it only the pillar only accepts hormone Either you feed it that, or you will you will starve here, mm-hmm. or something to that effect. Um, Caesar, despite having like a pretty hard time with it, is managing to climb mm-hmm. by using his hormone in his fingertips to kind of latch himself yeah. on to the oil. And we're getting day by day updates. It's like twenty eight days remain. Yeah. yeah. So so they're in this pillar for I think three days. Mm. Um, and eventually, Jojo figures out what Caesar is doing and does the fingertip trick, mm-hmm. uh, albeit slower. Uh, but then when he tries to take advantage of a crack in the pillar yeah, as like a handhold, uh, he pushes a button <laughs> that releases this razor-sharp stream of oil <laughs> near the top of the pillar. Mm-hmm. So if you try to climb through it, it'll slice you to ribbons. Uh, and uh, obviously this complicates matters. How are they going to get past this? Caesar, being more experienced with hormone, manages to focus uh, attraction hormone into his feet to keep himself on the pillar, and uh, repelling or repellent hormone around each part of his body mm-hmm. to keep the oil from slicing him. Mm-hmm. And he's got to keep both of those things focused, and he's got to keep both of them active to like flip up through yeah. the oil. And he gets to the top exhausted, but he's like, there's no way in hell that Jojo is going to be able to do that mm-hmm. at the stage he is mm-hmm. in training. Yeah. Um, and he begs Lisa Lisa to <laughs> Please, turn, Lisa Lisa, turn off the oil, yeah. uh, but she's like, mm, no. <laughs> um, Jojo kind of accepts that he can't do what Caesar just did, but he tries another strategy. Uh, in this case, he uses the Hamon to kind of uh, attach himself to the 
flowing, the outward flowing oil stream, Mm -hmm. slides up it, and then flips and launches himself Mm -hmm. through the thin part of the store, like the stream is Mm -hmm. hitting the wall. I'm beginning to think that physics don't matter on this show. Not with JoJo. No. Well, remember last season, they they, they, they did the thing where they merged the leaves mm-hmm. into a hang glider. Yeah. It's, it's oh, whatever. I know. If you can find a flat plane that channels the energy, you can yeah. do something with. And technically, the stream of oil was that. Mm-hmm. So there's also a lot of materials and liquids that channel Hamon mm-hmm. better than other ones. Uh, but he JoJo manages to flip himself up, uh, but he is utterly exhausted and almost falls back. Um, but Caesar catches him and pulls him back up. And, you know, mm. he's like, I'm sorry, coach, I couldn't let him die. Uh, you know, this is, we need to get stronger together. And Lisa Lisa is clearly intrigued by these two, not mm-hmm. only for how fast JoJo figured everything out, uh, but for the fact that Zeppeli is, like, caring about somebody. Yes. Uh, Lisa Lisa brings in her, uh, her, her two servants, Loggins and Messina, uh, to teach the young men how to master Hamon over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to episode 8, The Deeper Plan. Uh, this episode begins with a flashback where cars in the ancient in past... Ancient Pyramid. Ancient Pyramid. He's talking to ACDC, uh, and he's explaining that uh, you know he has a lot of stone masks and a red stone. Uh, he explains that uh, you know the red stone of Asia, as this substance is called, can reflect, r- refract light at least a billion times, unleashing a powerful, pure form of light. A light beam. Um, unfortunately, uh, the one that he is demonstrating with is far too small to be the proper conductor that they need. Mm-hmm. Uh, he needs to find a superior stone called a super Aja mm-hmm. uh, in order to complete this mask. Mm-hmm. And we see that the purpose of the stone mask is a vessel to hold the stone to hold the stone then that mask will have enough power to pierce their into their brain Mm -hmm. to their body like the mask does with humans this will grant them uh immunity from the sun if anything it will give them the power of the sun Mm -hmm. uh and with their final weakness conquered these vampiric beings will be truly the perfect life form Mm -hmm. they will have evolved to the point where they can go no further. They yep. will be unstoppable. Um, back in the present, Lisa Lisa explains to Joseph and Caesar uh, how the creator of the stone mask, Cars, is now seeking out the red stone of Aja, and uh, she reveals that she possesses this stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't forget her uh, her waitstaff, Susie. Susie Q. Well, <laughs> Susie Q. Susie Q. <laughs> Is important. Oh, great. Good. She sticks around. Wonderful. She's not going anywhere. Love that. She's like, oi, governor, what you want? Uh, so Lisa, yeah, so Lisa, Lisa has the gem and she demonstrates that, you know, just by catching sunlight, mm-hmm. it can unleash a powerful beam. beam. Uh, and, and Caesar is kind of incredulous. He's, he's like, why don't you just destroy it? Like shatter it. And that'll be that. And she's like, yes. no, Hamon masters have been guarding the stone for ages. I don't know how, but it, it is it is assumed or presumed by the previous Hamon masters that this stone is is important for for defeating the pillar men like it is a vital part of it mm. so it is both the MacGuffin that the villains need but the heroes need to keep it around for the power that it possesses um, so uh, they have one week left until the rings inside Joseph dissolve <laughs> and kill him 
Um, <laughs> so Joseph and Caesar are are uh, pitted against Loggins and Messina, respectively, mm-hmm. for their final, final tests. Mm-hmm. Um, later at dusk, Caesar and Messina are already beginning their duel. As you pointed out, they're fighting on wires. Yep. And I was like, why does this feel so familiar? Because it is. Because in the previous, in a flashback that we got in Phantom Blood, uh, Zeppeli was fighting his Hamon master on these wires. Mm. I think he was fighting, uh, I forgot that guy's name. He was fighting his master, and presumably this is part of their the training. training routine. Mm-hmm. Um when uh, Joseph reaches the small spiked arena where he's supposed to fight Loggins, uh, he finds that Loggins has been killed by ACDC. His, his lungs were ripped out, Dad. Those are important. <laughs> Humans need those to breathe. I was like, yes, they do. We found their weakness. Yeah. Uh, if you yeah. rip out their lungs, they're useless, Dad. Um, ACDC is I, I seemingly not here as part of their previous, like, beef. He's looking for the stone. That is, like, what they're out doing right mm-hmm. now. Um, so Joseph is like, you know, you killed my my mentor. I was looking to get yeah. payback on him for being an ass yeah. when we were and training. I could beat you early for that antidote. Yeah. So it's like, why don't we just move up the time frame for our fight to right now? Uh, you know, Joseph really demonstrates his progress. His ripple is now, sorry, ripple or Hamon is now strong enough to pierce the skin of yeah. the pillar men. And they're fighting on spikes. They're fighting on spikes. They got to keep balanced yeah, above it. And and uh, ACDC's just walking on him, no problem. Yeah, spike letting, is going through his foot. He doesn't the, care. Yeah, he's not fake. But again, yeah. they 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 can liquefy yeah. themselves. So he's and not Joseph is tiptoeing around on them. Um. Briefly, it seems like uh, ACDC is about to rip Joseph's finger off, Mm -hmm. but Joseph uses a quick sleight of hand trick to wrap a string around ACDC's arm and cut it off using a Hamon technique. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, ACDC... Joseph expects that this is going to cause ACDC to become angry and kind of fight him off kilter. Mm -hmm. Instead, (laughs) ACDC expresses his stress by screaming, wailing, and sobbing profusely. Uh, he does this for, like, a minute, then stops cold, and he's like, thank you. Mm-hmm. I tend to let my emotions get the better yeah. of me, so I find it better to just scream when I when I feel it, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I, I won't get distracted. We love an emotional battle. king. And we also, we also had, like, this back and forth um, where Joseph tries to brag about, like, Sun Tzu reading Sun Tzu's <laughs> Art of War. Well, he doesn't know who wrote it. He's like, in the old days, someone wrote one of these things. Yeah, yeah. and he said that victory is decided before, before the, the battle, battle begins. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, after this point, ACDC is like, no, like, I met the man, I met <laughs> I'm Sun, Sun Tzu. Tzu, I chilled with him, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, he goes through all of the other things. Um, because they're they're both trying to like out gambit each other. Yeah. Uh, ACDC can clearly read what Joseph is is intending. Joseph is trying to read him, but can't because mm. he's emotionless. Um, and basically, uh, ACDC demonstrates via Loggins' corpse that he can. Uh, his blood boils mm-hmm. uh, to 500 degrees Celsius. Yeah. He uh, has power over flame. Heat. Yeah. He is, his domain is heat. Wamu has wind. Um, so uh, ACDC says that he's going to use all of his little tendrils that come out of his nails, mm-hmm. uh, fingernails and toenails, that he's just going to fill Jojo with this boiling blood and just melt him from the inside out. 
Uh, Joseph had seemingly been outplanned because he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this thread around the entirety of, of, you know, our little battle space here, and then when the time is right, I'll spring the trap with Hamon and slice him up. Mm -hmm. And seemingly, uh, ACDC had foreseen that, and he's like, I used my tendrils to cut your strings. <laughs> Uh, so the thread was cut. And then uh, you noticed my stupid little hat. I was like, why would that be? Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, but again, the plan seemingly fails when, when mm -hmm. the thread is cut. Uh, however, um, Joseph reveals that, like, you've been asleep for, for, like, a couple thousand years. Yeah. And sleight of hand has come into fashion. Yeah, like, magic the last shows 200 years. are very popular now. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you didn't cut the thread. <laughs> the I, thread used, cut. I used the old, like, segmented rope trick I... to make it... Yeah. No, he, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of the oldest magic tricks in the book. He's <laughs> like, you, you, it looked like you cut the thread, but it was actually all still tied together. Mm -hmm. And uh, then he links, uh, you know, all of it um, back. He kind of uh, ensnares uh, ACDC and uses his what is going to become his signature technique or, you know, kind of a reference to his, his grandfather's technique of using this hormone overdrive mm -hmm. technique. Um, and uh, ACDC's body explodes. <laughs> this massive light pours out of him that, that Joseph... That must be because he's ancient. Yeah, like you've consumed so many humans and, and their energy that this is all of them rebounding on you and, you know, venting outwards. Mm -hmm. Um but uh, seemingly ACDC is defeated. Uh, you know, <laughs> Joseph takes a moment. He's like, I wonder why he didn't petrify under the sunlight mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, Streitzo and, and uh, Santana did. Maybe he was just, you know, different or maybe my hormone is just that strong now. Mm -hmm. um, Jojo starts heading back to the main oh, man, area. My shoulder hurts. It's got a, got a pain in this shoulder. I can't uh, explain it. Yeah. And then all while this is going on, of course, we get um, uh, Zeppeli and his master are looking on at the battle. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we can't help him. He's too far gone. Yes. So, so that happened before. But, uh, yeah. Well, and also Caesar passed his uh, his yeah. Hamon training because yeah. he yeah. burned the hair off of... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> off of... Um, Oh, what's, what's his, his name's name? arm? Yeah, and he's like, uh, the hair has been burned off my arm. Mm -hmm. Loggins, not Loggins, one of them. Yeah, uh, you know, by in under the terms of honor, like <laughs> I can't, yeah, be victorious. Um, we could keep fighting, but you would kill me, so you mm -hmm. have passed. Yeah, but honestly, what's on the back of JoJo? I was like, what the fuck is going on on this show? Yeah, so JoJo's walking yeah. back. Is like he's like thinking that he's won, yeah. uh, but ACDC's like brain and brainstem <laughs> are like. On his back, his shoulders, yeah. like hmm, he's that, too buff to know this. Yeah, he's yeah. too buff. Yeah. <laughs> his his shoulder reach blades back there. Yeah. are too are too yeah. big to notice uh, that ACDC's brain has literally latched onto him. <sighs> how how is that gonna go? Yeah, I don't know, Dan. I think there's gonna be a rematch between ACDC. Obviously, we've got to fight Cars and mm -hmm. and Wamu. He's still out there. Still, yeah. so I think that's where the next few episodes are going. Yeah, mm. I I uh, I think this was it was it was pretty. Just uh, coincidental that this ended on a nice little cliffhanger. Yeah, but, it was uh, smooth going down. Yeah, yeah. And again, pace wise, it's just it's just going on through at a steady mm -hmm. steady pace. Uh, it's an exciting show. Yes, it does not ever leave you bored for a single moment. No. So I'm glad you're enjoying it. I am very much so. 
Um, before we uh, sign off and tease what's coming next week, yes. is is there anywhere our audience can reach you? Uh, you can find me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on Twitter, Losing My Mind JK on TikTok. And if you like me and the, the sound of my voice and my uh, scathing reviews of media, and such, you can follow my podcast being Nightcaps at the Theater. And then if you'd like to read a book, classic novella or two, check out Drink and Read the Podcast, both on most podcasting platforms. Uh, and as for me, you can follow me on Instagram at King underscore Dennis. We got lots more art coming. Uh, and also, please follow our Anime Was Not a Mistake Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Please and thank you. Yes. Uh, as thank you as always for listening. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll pass it back over to my co-host to see what, what's going on at school next oh, week. Oh, <laughs> well, we're going back to Oron. Thanksgiving won't hold us up. We have no social lives outside of each other, so that's perfectly fine. We'll be continuing with Oron High School Host Club. We just marked the halfway point last episode with a deep episode affecting uh, Haruhi's past mm -hmm. through the vein of Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. These next four aren't going to be as deep. There, uh, We're going to see how the Oron newspaper... <laughs> Is sensationalized. Um, the media. Yeah. The media has uh, scandalized the Oran High School host club. Uh, we're going to have a refreshing battle in Karuizawa mm -hmm. over a nice spring break and see how Haruhi deals with dealing with these uh, idiots in a foreign locale. Mm -hmm. And then finally, we're going to see how grumpy Kyoya gets when he can't see a Super Sentai show. As we all would be. So, As we all would be. Mm -hmm. I think that might be one of Dad's favorite episodes. Of course. Yeah, I was looking forward to it. All right. Well, until then, the Oran High School Host Club, Dan and I, will be waiting for you next week. Uh, Bonjourno. <laughs> <laughs> Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weeb horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast, or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go halfies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara.